Welcome to UMBC's Mic'd Up podcast. My name is Denise Cardona from the Office of Professional Programs. I am joined by a very special guest, Cindy Greenwood, and she is a recent graduate of the Community Leadership Certificate Program. Welcome, Cindy. Hello, good to be here. So, Cindy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of your professional endeavors and the educational journey that took you to be a student here at UMBC? Sure. Um, so I work at UMBC in the Center for Women in Technology, or CWIT, as we go by. Um, and I've worked at UMBC for about 10 and a half years now. The first two were in alumni relations within the Office of Institutional Advancement. And then I moved over to CWIT. So, um, so I've been at UMBC for quite a while. Uh, but before I got here, I was in um, more of a student affairs type of role in higher education at a couple different institutions. And, um, and my master's degree is in higher education administration. So I've always professionally worked in higher education. Um, so I had thought about a PhD program for a little while, even um, as I chose to come and work at UMBC those 10 and a half years ago, I was thinking about the language literacy and culture PhD program and took a couple courses, non-degree seeking, um, but just kind of decided, you know, that wasn't the right path. It wasn't the right time. I um, chose not to pursue that. And then, um, you know, so I hadn't been a student for many years <laughs> after that. And then um, a colleague on campus actually sent me the um, an email about this new community leadership program, kind of saying, pass it on to people you think might be interested in this program. <laughs> and I read about it and I thought, actually, I might be interested in this program. And so, because I'm always interested in learning new things and continuing my education, even if a PhD wasn't the route that I wanted to take. And so this just seemed like a really good opportunity to take some interesting classes um, at UMBC and learn some new things, but a much lower commitment level of a graduate certificate <laughs> rather than embarking on an entire PhD. So, um, so yeah. What was it about the community leadership certificate program that intrigued you the most? Like what made you, when you looked at that, the document that was sent to you, what was it that jumped out at you and said, my gosh, this sounds like a great fit. Yeah. So I have always been interested in leadership development that has been part of my education and my um, my work. I My graduate assistantship when I was getting my master's was in the leadership center at Washington State University. And I've taught uh, when I worked at the University of South Florida, I taught courses in their undergraduate um, leadership studies minor. And so I always was interested in leadership. And so um kind of the program takes leadership and doing good work in communities that you're a part of. And I was really interested in that. And I think, you know, I've always cared about a lot of different social issues, but haven't always known what can I do um, in communities um, and about these issues that I care about. And so I was hoping in this program to kind of take my my interest in leadership studies and leadership development and pair that with um, community development and, you know, thinking about how can that leadership be applied to issues that I care about and communities that I care about. 
Yeah, it's it's really a great gift when we can pair the things we're learning in the classroom with what we care about in the real world and what we want to do or are doing in our everyday life. So it sounds like the certificate program was a great match in terms of doing that for you. Exactly. What did you expect to get out of the certificate program when you first started taking classes in it? Yeah, um, when I first heard about the community leadership certificate program, I um, honestly, I heard about it pretty shortly before the semester was going to begin. And so I just thought it sounded interesting and I didn't have time to put a lot of thought into it before I um, needed to apply. And so I, um, I decided I didn't even sign up for the certificate, like officially apply right away. I first signed up as non-degree seeking because it was just such short notice. I didn't know for sure if I would take the whole certificate program. So I took the introductory class, um, CLDR 601, non-degree seeking, um, and then really enjoyed that course. And so I decided um, to keep going. So initially, I really didn't know what to expect. It was kind of a um, short decision. But then I quickly realized that, um, you know, it wasn't just going to be an opportunity to take a few classes and move on, but there was a lot more to the program. Um, I think Dr. Sally Scott, who manages the program, um, is doing a really good job of kind of creating a community around the folks who are in the program, um, as well as our community partners. And um, so there have been different virtual events, bringing the different cohorts of students from the program already. I know it's new, but you know, the few cohorts that have begun, we've been able to have some virtual events. We even did a um, movie night, like a Netflix party where we all watched Dark City Beneath um, the Beat on Netflix together. And, um, and so I've that was an unexpected thing that I've gotten out of it is kind of becoming part of this community that's being created around the community leadership program. So that's been a nice surprise. Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about like, is there a point where you've taken something that you've learned in the classroom and applied it to what you're doing now in your current role? Yeah. Yeah. I have a, <laughs> a very current example of that, actually. I um, So for the capstone course, I knew that, you know, it was a six credit course. So it was basically a regular graduate course plus this big project um, to make it, you know, more than your average three credit graduate course. And so I wanted to choose something that would also apply to my professional role. Um, and so there was an organization called Building Steps that's in Baltimore. And uh, I had heard of them through my role in the Center for Women in Technology a couple of years ago when one of their students was coming to UMBC as a computer science major. And they reached out to just say, you know, could you connect with this student, give her some support. And so what their mission is, they, um, our uh, students apply, they have 15 partner high schools in Baltimore City um, public schools and um, students who are interested in going to college and maybe exploring STEM majors in college can apply to the program. And, um, and then during their junior and senior year of high school, Building Steps does a lot of college prep work with them, helping them to prepare for college and apply to college and scholarships and those kinds of things. Um, and so I wanted to work with them for my capstone for community leadership. 
And because I thought that in addition to that class project, it could help build um, a bridge, build some relationships that I could continue in my professional role and through CWIT. And so that is happening right now. So I did the project, which was really helping building steps to um, to improve their summer math tutoring program for these high school students. And so uh, I worked with Rihanna Shafi, who's the director of the Sherman Scholars Program on campus. And she referred me to an alum of theirs um, who's been a math teacher at the high school level, as well as um, teaches at UMBC as well, who really helped us to enhance the math tutoring curriculum um, that the students would see in the summer. And then um, I recruited students from our CWIT community to be the tutors and did some training with them, which I also utilized some campus partners to help learn you know, what's important in training tutors before they start working with students. Um, so I talked with Delana Gregg in the Academic Success Center and I talked with um, Josh Michael also with Sherman um, Scholars Program. And um, so, you know, I worked on it up until the end of the semester for my project, but then the, you know, it continued on from there. Um, and actually the tutoring just started yesterday. So it's a six week math tutoring program. And so right before I hopped onto this call with you, I was in the Zoom with the building steps uh, folks and the, um, our current tutors. And um, today is day two of a six week tutoring program that now was my capstone project, but now is a CWIT Building Steps collaboration. Wow, that just sounds like an amazing <laughs> experience. A yeah. really enriching learning experience. And I don't know about you, but I feel like I learn so much more when I can actually get in, roll my sleeves up and do the yeah. work. And and you get to see from a different perspective and a different, different lens what the real issues are especially when it involves community leadership and being able to see like what kind of things, what kind of solutions are we, are we in need of? And to be able to come at it from different perspectives like that, I think it's a really powerful learning tool. Yeah, absolutely. I guess really my, one of my last questions to you is the big one is what was the biggest takeaway that you got from the certificate program? Being in the program, and especially I would say this capstone project and the capstone course helped me to think about what I could bring to a project or to a community or to an organization um, in a different way than I had thought about it before. I think, you know, I, similarly to how I work in the Center for Women in Technology, but my background is not in computing or engineering, which is the college that we're a part of. Um, but I am able to work with students in those majors to connect them to the technical experts, but I can be their, you know, kind of their advisor in a lot of ways around helping them get through their academics and, um, and their professional development. But I guess I wouldn't have thought about, you know, being able to do something like this math tutoring program, again, because I am not a math expert, <laughs> but um, what I've learned is, you know, you don't have to be the expert in every part of a project. You can, um, I think that skills that I have and um, that I helped, that the program helped me to develop further are around relationship building and collaboration and communication. So I think that it helped me to really see through the community leadership program that I can 
bring people and organizations and communities together towards a project and I can help identify who maybe the experts in a certain content area are and bring them into the fold and, you know, help um, kind of manage the project, even if I'm not necessarily the content expert all the time. And that helped me just feel like the possibilities of other kinds of projects I could get involved with is just broadened more than I would have um, thought about before being in the community leadership program. I'll tell you that what you just said is very powerful. There's that's the big takeaway. That's it's being, when you think about community, you think about there are many different aspects, many different people and situations that make that community, make up that Mm -hmm. community and learning the different aspects of it. It sounds like you are able to put the pieces together. And even though you're not, you said the content expert, you have, you're, you're surrounded by a team of people who, you know, who you can draw from in order to get that expertise and to be able to make this thing, something that is substantial and powerful out in the world. Yeah. Is there anything else, Cindy, that I have not asked you that you feel could lend value to this discussion about community leadership and the role it takes, the role it plays in the world? Sure. Thinking about like the the program itself, um, the community leadership program itself, I think that, um, you know, I talked about a lot of the things I enjoyed about it, but I also, um, I think, that one of the things that a direction that I see them taking is offering in addition to just the courses and even in addition to kind of the um, the events that I talked about that um, they're looking for smaller kind of skill building things that students can get involved in as well. So I had the opportunity while I was part of the program to take a digital storytelling workshop that the Shriver Center was um, hosting. And most of the participants were from community organizations that the Shriver Center works with from off campus. Um, But as part of the community leadership program, I was able to get in on that. And that was Um, That was cool for me just personally um, to learn a new skill and to actually get to tell a story of mine um, via, you know, a method I had never done before. But then also I can take that back to my professional role and see what and because we have thought about as an office, how do we tell our story in new and better ways? And I think we have so many impressive students that something like digital storytelling could really benefit what we do there. So um, yeah, I think that's been a big takeaway is that I can really see how I might use what I've learned and done in the program in my, you know, personal life and my own community involvement, but also there are lots of parallels and ways that I've been able to bring that into my professional role as well. So I've appreciated that. And again, um, kind of like the building of that community of people that are part of the program, this was also an unexpected benefit. I didn't necessarily join the program thinking, oh, this is going to, you know, improve how I do my job. I just was interested in it and wanted to learn new things. Um, But it's been both. Oh, that's fantastic. I love digital storytelling, as you might be able to suspect. <laughs> that's what I do for a living for UMBC is I really right. it digitally. And it is a really fantastic way to share stories, to be able to explain something in a way that is really difficult through other means and digital content. It just helps to tell the story in 
several different ways. So I'm really glad that you had that experience. And I'm so grateful that you are here with us today to be able to share that experience and to share what you gleaned from the program. And it sounds like you gleaned a lot of really incredible experiences and great takeaways. So I'm really happy to hear that. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for chatting with me. Thank you, everyone, for listening in to this episode of UMBC's Mic'd Up podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the graduate program in community leadership at UMBC, visit leader.umbc.edu.